Good day. My name is Jordan Coe, and we're going to absolutely burn your brains with a bunch of facts, theories, and some absolute nonsense. Aaron, to you? Yeah, sure. Hello, I'm Aaron Williams, and we're just gonna well, we're just gonna drive you crazy. So, what do you want to talk about? Okay. What's what are we gonna be doing? Okay, so first thing is we'll talk a little bit about news. The entire Portland police team recently resigned from their protest response unit. This coming following um, one of their officers was indicted and accused of fourth degree assault stemming from baton striking a protester last summer. Oh. Okay, so this is not... Great, in my opinion. I mean, knowing Portland's reputation for yes. semi lawlessness, um, mm-hmm. I I have to say this is this is a little bad. I mean, these guys, I don't particularly blame them for resigning. It's oh, obvious man. that they have pretty much they have zero support yeah. in ranks, and I mean, if this is uh, Portland now has absolutely no. Um, response group and um to a deadly riot and you know these guys are getting all sorts of stuff thrown at them from lethal things like molotov cocktails this article here lists um rocks explosives urine and feces being thrown at them and in all honesty i really cannot blame them for you know cutting out no but i wonder what anarchy had that in that city terrible well you know, keep Portland weird is, I guess, the the thing we're shooting for. And I that was Austin. Uh, well, Austin, Portland. You know, I guess Austin is the Portland of the South, and Portland is the Austin of the North. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Portland. Neither have uh, I. Honestly, based on my know of it, I don't think I want to go. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, North Korea, for some strange reason, appears to be threatening the United States. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. They're threatening a confrontational um, confrontation with the U.S. Don't really know why. I mean, you know, this is North Korea. They seem to be itching for the chance to have a war with us in the first place. So, yeah, you know, wouldn't surprise me. But hopefully not. Hopefully not. I did recently see that Russia and the United States have, you know, you know, um, we're getting we're getting better there. Maybe we hopefully won't have a war with Russia. And, you know, Putin, I, I mean, he's a he's a dictator. But at the same time, you know, we've got to we've. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt over people like Kim Jong-un. Oh, yes. But, you know. So, I mean, in terms of news, have you heard anything particularly new? Not really. Of course, I don't really look at that, the political stuff. That's kind of the thing more than anything. I haven't seen too much of stuff interesting, though, on anything I actually see. I'm looking through some of my news articles that I have right now. Um, oh, well, I just saw this one. Researchers are getting closer to making me- medical robots that can swim in your bloodstream. 
medical robots. Yes. They swim in the bloodstream. Okay, I, I seem to feel like I've heard something. Are we talking like uh, nanosurgery stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, nanobots. Yeah, nanobots. I'll actually send you the article. Okay. So you can see it. Nanosurgery is actually sort of a pioneering new field um, yeah. in cool terms stuff. of medical. <laughs> and I believe that whoever is going to be involved in it is probably going to be making a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Well, nanotech in general, though, it has a lot of capability, stuff that I, I don't know about. There's so much stuff with that. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, so it appears that um, Israeli's military is renewing fighting with the Hamas after the Hamas sends um, explosive balloons into the Israeli border. What do you have to say about that? I don't know, because that's obviously not very, it's not a good thing. I mean, you know, it, my my view is that, you know, some people have an issue quitting and um, I don't really see how effective, um, you know, explosive balloons are going to be against cruise missile strikes and bombs. But, you know, this has only been going on for a couple of days. There have been rockets going back and forth in that area since, you know, whenever. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, this is something that will probably pass just like the last exchange passed. Hopefully, you won't see the loss of life that the last one did. Mm -hmm. For sure. Incidentally, um, Juneteenth is now a national holiday. What is it supposed to be celebrating? Okay, so juneteenth is the celebration of the liberation this is my understanding of the liberations of slaves in texas and you know it's it's sort of a texas thing but but, that's good (laughs) it's good but it's being celebrated in other states you know so i mean i can understand how i believe it was the last group of slaves to be released and you know i can understand why that's something we're celebrating but at the same time, it, you know, it's just one of those things you wonder. There are a lot of other things that get celebrated that um, along these lines um, that, you know, are not national holidays. For example, I could think of the liberation of the interns at the Holocaust camps, who that would be worthy of being an international holiday in my mind. But you don't hear much about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me see here. Um, Loki also appears to be popular. What do you know about? Um, what do you know about Loki? I was watched, I finished watching the first episode. And I watched part of the episode yesterday. The second one. It's pretty good so far. I think you'd like it. It's pretty good. Okay, so. You know, on a scale of if we're rating um, it between the other three, the other two Marvel shows that have popped up um, from WandaVision to Falcon and Winter Soldier, how how would you stack that up? Well, it has been pretty good, but of course I would have to watch more than just like an episode and like a quarter of it to say much about it. But so far, it's probably my favorite one. It's pretty good. And WandaVision, they're okay. Both- but the Falcon Winter Soldier... 
I watched a few minutes of it. I just wasn't into it. It just wasn't as good as the two. It was more of a, it was more sort of going on with the spy espionage sort of theme yeah. than like a superhero movie. Yeah. Cause that, that's my understanding of the show that we're getting here. Yeah. So in terms of new tech, I know that the U.S. launched a hypersonic missile not that long ago. Oh, cool. So this hypersonic missile is designed, in my understanding of it, is, let's check, the Daily Mail actually published an article um, a few months back talking about it. It's said to be capable of flying 20 times the speed of sound, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. It's capability is what I'm interested in. What is its purpose? So far, it is designed to be, according to this article, so fast as to make it impossible for anti-missile systems to shoot it down. Oh, great. <laughs> so, you know, this is ours. That's good. So, so I'm, I'm glad that it's on the right side, but... You know, we actually tried, um, for any techie people out there, we tried to develop a railgun for our Navy several years back, and, you know, that didn't work. Early on, I was was more of a proponent of of missiles when it came to anti-ship, to ship-based warfare. You know, when it came to um, anti-ship, anti-air, land bombardment i was much more of a proponent of missiles but you know the the kind of projectiles that you would be shooting from a railgun would probably be a, a little bit cheaper than a lot of missiles would be for I example think they would. i mean i haven't watched too much on them actually the the actual thing they shoot but they just by the look of it what i saw they do look cheaper than an entire bomb would look okay so to give it sort of a um to give it sort of a picture of how much a harpoon missile costs. Oh boy. It is my understanding that um, one harpoon missile costs, it's either the entire production block that costs this much or an individual missile. 1,406,000. That's not per missile. That, I mean, you know, a million is a pretty big price tag, but, you yeah. know, considering that it is sort of a kamikaze drone that is kind of complex, it, it's excusable. I could almost yeah. excuse that. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty, that's, that's expensive, but, you know, it's not like awful. Yeah. It, one other popular anti-ship missile that we are actually currently using is from Norway. It is the Naval Strike Missile. It's a little more on the pricier side at two million one hundred and ninety-four million. Yeah, it's a little more expensive, but yeah. it also is faster, I believe, than the um than the Harpoon Missile. The Harpoon Missile does not even go over Mach one. Oh wow. We actually are replacing the Harpoon missile in our Navy, and we're sort of in the middle of replacing it um, with a ship, with an anti-ship missile called the Long Range Anti-Ship Missile. The Long Range Anti-Ship Missile is very expensive at 3960000 
So we're nearly cracking four million per missile. Yeah. Which, you know, it's a very versatile missile. You can launch it from a ship and from several of our aircraft that we have. We're looking at pretty, is a 1,000 pound warhead. So, you know, that that's packing some pretty serious firepower behind it. And, you know, it's very obvious that, you know, that means business. But one of the things that I'm very interested to see when it comes to um, its performance is how it stacks up against enemy number one, in my opinion, America's enemy number one being China. And China's Navy is currently pretty big Navy. It's really, in my opinion, one of the only navies that really stacks up against the United States. Mm-hmm. In terms of just capabilities, you know, it has two aircraft carriers, it has 50 destroyers, you know, we're looking, you're looking at a decent, decent Navy. And, but the thing that concerns me the most here is its missile boats. We're looking at 109 missile boats. And, you know, a lot of people would probably think, oh yeah, that's just a tiny boat. Well, it's a little smaller than a Corvette, but the issue with them is, is that they carry missiles. They're very small and they can hit from a distance and can cause a lot of damage and the fear is is that when the carriers and the law the loss of a united states super carrier would just be devastating in terms of morale and especially cost yeah like a, a nimitz class carrier for example we're talking nimitz class carriers cost um something absurd they cost 9.55 billion in 2019 dollars that's a that's a lot of money that's a lot lot of money and we're not just talking about that we're also talking about the 85 to 90 fixed wing aircraft and helicopters Mm -hmm. so you know if if those were to get destroyed that that could be man yeah. I mean, the loss of money, all the stuff, you know, um, and if we're in the very unfortunate event that our newest aircraft carrier, um, the Gerald R. Ford, were to be sunk, then that would mean that we're losing that would those cost twelve point nine nine eight billion dollars. Wow. Yeah, these are huge capable of carrying 75 plus aircraft so yeah well i just was looking through some i was watching a documentary today on the work of stephen hawking so do you want to talk about some of the um work of stephen hawking yeah the universe like and all that kind of stuff now or do you want to continue talking about the weapons part of the episode no yeah yeah sure give me give me give me give me okay because when i was watching it though and i thought we should talk about this is i still have i've looked at it before we did the podcast trying to find something there is no um actual theory or anything what even caused the black hole to form for the big bang theory to actually work i think i could i couldn't find a single thing that pointed to the to somehow it being formed in any way because it had so dense and everything so any way that the matter could 
like where that matter came from and where the black hole came from. So basically the black hole isn't capable of existing or could not have been well, just out of it nowhere. Doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't, it just don't know where the material even came from in general. So they don't really or how know how that black where... hole is even formed. Well, I think they know how the black hole is formed. Just don't know how the actual, what happened beforehand, like how it was formed, how the black hole was able to be done. And I could be totally misunderstanding it, but, but based on what I've heard and what I think, I'm pretty sure they don't fully know how, what happened beforehand. Well, I, I mean, you know, my understanding of a black hole isn't basically, uh, it's like a giant vacuum. Well, yeah, for the most part. So a black hole is... It doesn't let any matter or light escape it, but I'm pretty sure it will, like, certain particles can escape it. Pretty sure that's what Hawking radiation is. Yet again, I could just be making a, a fool of myself while talking about this totally wrong, but that's what I've heard on the him ex, himself explaining it. So okay, so I'm actually I'm looking at some of uh, it seems like there is um, something on the news that is being discussed about Stephen yes, Hawking's theory theories was on black proven. holes being confirmed. Yeah, it was proven. Yeah, I haven't read anything about it yet because I've been doing stuff for the podcast and set everything up, and I, I need to read it. I keep on seeing it, I need to read it. I, lo- I was looking him up after I was, you know, I was looking at the documentary, trying to see if I could see anything with the work he did. I couldn't find anything and I saw that while looking it up. Let me see here, let's see. First thing the news is gonna be, well, you know what you were very successful and a great scientist when years after your death, they're still posting about you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the kind of that's the kind of scientist I would like to be for people to still be talking about me and talking about my theories long after I'm gone. I mean, you look at Einstein, for example, people still reference Einstein. Galileo, you know, I mean, I mean, mean, well, Einstein, in my opinion, was a was a genius. He was just an absolute genius. Oh, yeah. He also appeared to be very affected by some of the things that he was involved in mm-hmm. um, during the Second World War. He was adamantly against the atomic bomb. Yeah, no, oh, that was after. He's actually the one who signed off on it. Really? Afterwards, he regretted it. Of course, like uh, most of the physicists who worked with the time, they were they like destroyed them. They one of the main guys even said, "I am death destroy a world." After the bomb went off over in Japan, he was—you could see this—the look in his eye. He was just totally terrified of what he built. Terrible. They after that, they all wanted to cancel everything they could about the bomb, but of course, by that point, it wasn't really. Oh yeah, by that by that point, it wasn't an option because yeah. because you know you really you really couldn't after that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Considering what the Soviet Union was Mm -hmm. trying to do, it just wouldn't have been a very smart idea. You know, Einstein, um, I believe that I heard a story about Einstein in which she, um, she, in in which she, he, in which he, um, his teacher, um, told his family um that he was completely that he was like would not would never amount to anything which is you know just about which is just about hysterical well one thing that is fairly true 
because the only thing in school that he did remotely well on was the mathematical section of his schooling. Um, everything else, he actually was kicked out of university, well, not been kicked out, denied a university application and had to go to another university to get general knowledge in order to get in because it was he was so unknowing about everything else he had to know. So he so got like almost perfect scoring on the application, university application for mathematics, everything else he failed. So really, she was just a mathematical genius, which is but and everything else. And, but he, of course, was able to. He, he actually was working on that stuff. He excelled in it. He was top of his class. Not very surprising, obviously. But no, no. Yeah, very. It was very, very interesting. He was definitely a very cool guy. So, in terms of just of all scientists ever, who do you think was like? the greatest of any it's a hard one i mean personally i um tesla is sort yeah. of an interesting one to me tesla would definitely be probably number one for me though but i have a list and i can't really because they all do different things and all their colors so they wouldn't work about others so the, then, having one doesn't really make sense to me did any yeah because in each way different scientists were we're sort of, yeah. you know, each was special in their own way. So, oh, yeah. you know, um, I think that um, Tesla had some very forward-thinking ideas when it came to weapons. For example, Tesla's death ray concept was very interesting. I actually have a quote from him. Let's see if I can find it somewhere. Hopefully, it's somewhere I can actually see. There's no, it's not it. I can find it. Probably not. Where is it? I need this. And it, find, I can't find it. So, in the, um, just in general, um, when it comes to, um, like, say that I was talking about, um, lasers, um, do you think that, um, that blinding laser weapons should be banned from warfare? Yes. Yes, that would be something that I would probably push for, too. Um, I would say that if any of our enemies started using them, though, we would have to. Yeah, there's something like that, though. You kind of need to because they have such a high advantage on you then. That you yeah, because, that. you know, there has to be fire fire. there has to be there has to be a deterrent system. And yeah. as long as you have those weapons in your hand you can always say if you use these weapons we'll use them back on you yeah so you know i don't want I, I wish that war did not have to go back to the way it was in world war one where chemical oh, yeah. weapon it was like a testing ground for chemical weapons yeah it was terrible but you know if if we were forced into that position um and another country was using them against our our soldiers i would hope that we would use them too yeah so, in terms of um, Biden's popularity, um, President Biden, I am fairly interested in, in what his approval rating is right now. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, you know, it's very difficult to find any poll that really is reliable because you're either going to get on um, – on a liberal news site, which is going to say that, you know, his approval rating is 185% or 
you're going to go on a conservative approval thing, which says that it's it's tanking. So like negative one. No, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a mixed bag um, in terms of what you're gonna get. I'm seeing one thing right here that's saying that as of May 27th. 31% strongly approved and 35% strongly disapproved. Um, I'm pretty sure it would be that high, though, because honestly, there's no way he's extremely high right now. With all the stuff, extremely high unemployment. Well, not, yeah, unemployment would be extremely oh, high. Unemplo- unemployment is, is, is terrible right now, is my understanding. You can't drive by a business without seeing yeah. a help wanted sign. Yeah, it's like Pigeon Forge. Go there, every single sign has it on there everywhere takes for, everywhere you go no matter where it is either takes forever or is like so bad you can't go inside of it there's some areas still that we go to that it probably isn't closed down due to COVID, but it's closed down just because no one can work there no one is working there no one no one at all well that, that i must say that that doesn't surprise me well, not really much. at all there's a few people like the dry food is working but like inside you can't go no inside way. partly like and most of that's probably not because of COVID. i don't think because everything's opening up. I don't think that's because of COVID. Well, yeah. So in terms of um, Uncle Joe's um, approval rating, um, this source that I'm using is the Daily Caller, which may be connected to the Daily Wire. I'm not sure. And the Daily Wire is very, very conservative. So I'm not sure if this is maybe the most reliable. This is just where we're getting it. I'll check a liberal site next. We're saying that by according to this, Biden's approval rating dropped below 50 percent for the first time from his inauguration. He exited April with a 54 percent approval rating and 41 percent disapproval for the month of May. He fell six points to 48 percent approval and disapproval rose to 43 percent. So apparently we've got some people in there who really don't care. So. Yeah. So, I mean. If it, I mean, he still has more people, based on what this article is saying, who approve of him than disapprove of him. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people who may very well um, be undecided. So I'm checking a liberal poll. And if you want good liberal polls, there is no place better to go than MSN or MSNBC. So let me see. Oh, my. Well, this is The Hill, but The Hill is touting the same story, actually, okay. that his approval rating has dropped to 48 percent. And in terms of The Hill, I found that The Hill is a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to um, political and conservative opinion, um, political opinions. You get some conservative, some liberal. So, you know, that may or may not be a reliable source if The Hill is touting it. I've read liberal and conservative things in The Hill. So. What well, I means. Obviously, he's not doing the best right now. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are fans of him. No, I don't think, I mean, especially employers, I don't think like him because I think they might get the idea that he is motivating um, their workers to not work as hard. I understand on some sides of the argument, you know, people say, oh, he, he did roll out the vaccine pretty quickly and life is returning to normal pretty fast, which is true. But you know, um, I saw a statistic earlier today that something like um, 300 million doses of the vaccine. So there's nearly as many doses of the vaccine as there are um, 
have been given as there are people in the United States. And so does that count, I think does that count the two shots you get or is it just like people vaccinated or is it I'm imagining that that counts for um one one shot. So okay, you know some of those figures might be talking multiple people. Yeah. It would surprise me considering that there are so, um so many people who um you know think that it is um that it could be anything from microchips to on the far side of the christian spectrum the mark of the beast um it would that that one that one at first you know if you if you think about it on the surface i understand why some people go for it because i nearly did but if you actually read the bible that's not quite it it makes it pretty clear it's either on your wrist or your forehead. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything about getting a shot in your shoulder Besides, with the mark of the beast. That wouldn't be possible right now anyway, because it'd be, if it's under your skin, it wouldn't be able to charge properly. I mean, you know. It wouldn't be able to charge, so it wouldn't, it would die and become irrelevant. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sure that it, I mean, over time, I think that the, that the mark could be digital, possibly. Um, the way that technology is now, it could be a tattoo, it could be digital, um, it could be either way. I've heard people but, say um, so... I think that oh. I've heard it said that the mark of beast though would just be uh, a, a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard that before. Instead of an actual implant, like it, I've a heard tattoo, say... a tattoo. There. There, there, are, there are a lot of different theories that float around about what the mark is. And, you know, we'll see when it happens, you yeah. know. So, but, you know, if you read the Bible, it, it, people take the mark of the beast because they want to. They don't get snookered into it. Yeah. So, um, so if we're going on that, we're assuming that there are millions, um, tens of millions of people who are getting snookered into taking the mark of the beast and thus cutting themselves off. Besides- Jesus. I'm pretty sure that probably wouldn't even happen in our lifetime. Well, maybe in our lifetime when we're older. Because first off, it's going to go to this payment or watches and phones. Electronic right? payment. And then it would probably be probably something else. Because probably be like the, retina, skin, I'm like finger scans. No, but then it might go to that, but that would be a while. Well, you know, the I am not a... Um, you know, being us being homeschoolers, a lot of people look at homeschoolers and you know get the idea, oh, homeschooler, that must mean that you know they think that um George W. Bush blew up the Twin Towers or um or 9-11 is a cover-up or is that um, that is that is a theory that I have been that I have been given before. Now um I why George W. Bush would um, would destroy the symbol of America's trade might, um, destroy a wing of the Pentagon. Um, that's it's, sort of nonsensical, but <laughs> that's just stupid you know, to believe that though. There's some things like when people have walked up, like there's some people we know that actually think that the, the chip. I told you about people thinking that the vaccine has killed more people. Than the, vi- oh. than the virus. Well, well like, if, it has a, a death rate, that is. Like, death rate, that is. Well, if the death rate of um, 
of the vaccine was 17% and the COVID death rate was like 3%, then, but, I mean, there would be dead people on the streets, you know? 0.00817, right? Is that what it was? Something to that effect is, I believe, what you shared. It was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. That's ridiculously low. Yeah, it's incredibly low. And, you know, I don't think that, um, I don't think that um, people, I think that a lot of people involved in it are not educated about it yeah. properly. I, I mean, not. Oh, I have a post on Facebook that I posted last night. It was not about COVID, but it was about the science of vaccines. And I haven't posted on there because I know so many people that don't know how it works necessarily. So I did so then they could actually learn about it. But no one has really seen it though. But on there, they have like a little thought experiment. I think it was 10 million people get the some vaccine. And if it was like 120 on their experiment died. If they didn't, it was like millions. They're an example. Yes, the vaccine can have side effects and yes, it can kill people. That's I mean, to some people this is gonna happen, but the, it's this it's better for them to be vaccinated and have a the people, the people most of them will survive and they'd be immune. And this is better and safer for the general population in general. Yes, and also, is, you, there is probably people can't get it. But besides that, then those people should be the bigger on vaccinating because then you have to have herd immunity, at least 95% for that to work. Keep them safe. So then it's just weird. I don't think people get it. Well, obviously don't, but. Yeah, and the people, the people who can't take it, the people who are able to take it do it. They should take it not to protect themselves even necessarily, but to protect the people who literally can't take the vaccine yeah. and would otherwise be vulnerable. Because, yeah. you know, some people with heart conditions probably can't handle. I know that the Pfizer cause it has been known to cause myocarditis in young men. Yeah, Johnson- that's why we haven't got the second shot yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying that I don't have concerns about, you yeah. know, the vaccines. They're, I, I mean, they're new. You're going they're to. new. It, you, you're going to be a little nervous about something you put into your body that is still new. Johnson & Johnson at least has been tested before. Normally, that's how we would normally make them. This is totally new. It's, to me, that's more to be a little about it because I kind of was when I got it. But yet again, just, you know, no, none of us know as much as an actual professional. Yeah. I mean, you hear majority of them are for it. So, I mean, it's maj- just very few. the doctorate. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, and you know, you know, you can't say that every doctor who's for it, because, you know, a lot of doctors are for it, every doctor who's for it. You can't say that they're, quote, in the system, because there, there are perfectly conservative doctors out there who I'm sure are, are for it. I'm sure there are Christian doctors. I know there are Christian doctors out there who are totally for it, who have no issue with it. And, you know, some people do take um, moral issue with the Johnson and Johnson because it it has um, fetal tissue in it. Actually, is what I've heard about it, and you know that would be a difficult one for me. On the one hand, yes, fetal tissue. What tissue? From fetal tissue from an abortion that occurred. Okay fetal tissue that occurred from an abortion back in like the 70s or 80s on the one hand i i understand people's moral objections to that but at the same time you could take this as you know you could think you know this is a horrible event but um god and his wisdom has taken this event and turned it around for good you know i could think either way um 
you know, it true um, abortion is something I would never ever um, push for. It, oh, yeah. I believe I believe it's morally wrong yeah. to murder children, but um, at the same time, I think that it, this could have been an event that's terrible and should never have happened that God took and turned around to help people one day. Yeah, I think for sure we go this right now. You know, he, he's capable of doing it. I do wish though that they put money though into helping people get like adopted adoptions and stuff. Yeah, I mean because you know we're pushing for the right for people to murder their children when there are so many parents who would do anything to be able to have a child and they're they're not capable of having a child. And you know, for those people, they would they would do anything to have a child and they're just not capable of having one. And then there are people who want the right to murder their unborn children. So, you know, that just sort of shows you the state of society as it is. There was a movie that came out recently. Um, I'm sure you've heard of the Christian movie Unplanned, right? I don't think I have, honestly. Anti, it's a anti-abortion movie. It, it was pretty, pretty powerful actually. Well, um, the left-hand side of the political spectrum churned out um, a teen buddy film um, called Unpregnant um, that basically is, I, I, I can tell by the look, you're, you're a little, you know, like, what, Unpregnant? Is this like a joke? No, I assure you, it's very real. Yeah, I think it would and be. And my understanding of it is, is that the movie does partially end with the main character killing her child and moving on with it. You know, like it's no big deal. At one point, she gleefully says in the movie, um, I, I'm getting an abortion. You know, like it's something to really celebrate that she is murdering her child. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, um, that, nearly, that nearly made me um, vomit as I watched yeah. that because... Um, I was a little revolted, but you know, again, that just shows you the state that American society is in. Well, I've also heard the like count like argument though for like like having the adoption part of it is with like the child would be stuck in like the housing and stuff so much it would be bad on them. Like they'd be alive, wouldn't they? (laughs) Yeah, but they would they would be alive. And I do think that a lot of the money that gets spent pushing for abortion. Um, it should be spent um, helping improve the chances of finding a decent foster home yeah. because, you know, it spends money on a lot of stuff that we, that we shouldn't spend as much money on. For example, I don't think we should spend much money on Planned Parenthood. That's one thing yeah. I wish we did not spend much money on. Yeah. Um, and I think that a better name for Planned Parenthood is like um, planned elimination of unplanned parenthood. Because, you know, you, you're planning to eliminate your unplanned parenthood. That's, yeah. that's really the point. It's, it's mainly um, um, abortion cor- incorporated is what it really should be called. Because <laughs> it really does not do anything but help people get abortions. And I'm sure I'll get fat checked for saying that. Yeah. But, you know, you know, most people have to get fat checked every once in a while yeah. in their political commenting career. Yeah. You know um as for the united nations tell me what you think about the united nations i don't know (laughs) you know the united nations it was founded you know fdr was like 
you know, we can use science to bring people together and whatnot. But um, based on what I've seen, science's capabilities mostly either revolve around improving, you know, medical conditions and whatnot, sending us to outer space. So, you know, I understand, you know, coming out of the end of World War II as it was nearing the end, I understand the need for like a peacekeeping league if you will yeah but i would have thought they would have learned their lesson their lesson with the league of nations which basically did nothing to stop hitler and mussolini's rises to power i mean they they did nothing they did nothing to stop it because they were powerless my other issue with it is is i feel like they have an attitude of superiority over all nations as if they can sort of project themselves into other areas they almost view themselves in my opinion as the world police and if you look up the history of the un um to quote luke skywalker in the last jedi their legacy is failure i mean it really is i mean their involvement in areas almost certainly result in some debacle and some of these are 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 pretty bad and some of them are downright disgusting some of the things that happen you can look it up um some of the things that have happened because of un soldiers is is atrocious so you know i'm sure that they have done some good things but i think that they become too much of a political tool and that's the issue that i see Everything has become political in some ways. It's ridiculous. I mean, I hate it, honestly. Like you, I mean, well, you when we have... it being real or not in the vaccine, it's 100% political and it's just so annoying to me. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, if... Okay, say that we were back in the Middle Ages and um, the bubonic plague was politicized. I mean, what about that? I mean... Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, well, if bubonic plague happened today, bubonic plague was a lot worse than COVID. Oh, and, yeah. And man, I would have hated to see the political firestorm that would have caused. Oh, I my mean, goodness. Man. Oh, that would have been very bad. But yeah, I mean, the politicization of like everything, including this whole um, ridiculousness about... Um, Ben and Jerry's, an ice cream brand, telling us that we need to defund the police. I mean, I mean, do they honestly think that we care? You are an ice cream brand. Your job is to give us ice cream, not to tell us what we can or cannot believe politically. That's not your job. Make me ice cream and I'll be happy. Don't tell me to defund the police. Oh my goodness. That, I never, actually, I don't think I've heard of that. Maybe I have, and I don't remember, but I don't think I've heard of that. I, I mean, that. that's Ben, Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. That this is, is ice cream we're talking yeah. about. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, I mean, when it comes to um, to ice cream, I, I prefer my local Brahms but, or, um, or Bluebell. Bluebell yeah. is good, but you Brahms know, amazing. I think that there's some stigma that may possibly there may still be some stigma attached to that one because of the whole um E. coli thing. <laughs> and you know, I understand people not wanting to get E. coli, but 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 Bluebell is Bluebell. Yeah. And um, I mean Hagen Doss. I'm sure you've heard of Hagen Doss ice cream. Is um, 
very good ice cream on the topic of ice cream. But, you know, I don't know where they stand politically. If they stand liberal, I might have to change my taste. But, you know. Well, to me, that doesn't really matter, though, because it's a company. And they change those stuff based on what is most popular to get money. Just like all yeah. the companies change their logo to rainbows. They're the, like, probably yeah. to get money. It's so, a, I, I mean, you, if you own a business, I, say, I don't care who you are, you're almost going to guaranteed change that just so that you can stay in business and actually make a profit. It's just how stuff works. Yeah, so, you know, some Christians take issue with, you know, these places supporting those things. Like, some people take issue with Chipotle, and I like Chipotle. And um, some people take issue, a lot of people take issue with Disney. But, um, you know. You guys like that, too, so. Yeah, I mean, I like Disney, um, but a lot of the things they stand for, um, such as LGBTQ, you know, everything, I'm against that. I don't believe that's right, but um, I go for the food, I go for the rides. Um, I'm not going to cancel my subscription to Disney Plus because Mando Forever, um, Baby Yoda Forever. You know, I, I have zero issue with watching um, Disney, doing Disney products, you know, because if you if you do that for one thing, you're kind of need to going to do that for everything. I mean, you're going to need to not drink Coke anymore. Yeah. You're probably not going to need to use Amazon anymore. And, oh, you know, okay. people use Amazon for nearly everything. You're going to have to stop wearing a lot of different clothes brands like Tommy Hilfiger. He's a vulgar man. Um you need to um, stop going to Macy's probably. I mean, you're just going to have to basically live like an 18th century Amish dude. And, yeah. you know, and I mean, a lot of people don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? Exactly. I mean, I hear Amish food is very good, but, you know, I don't want to be driving around a buggy. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Volkswagen, um, I saw something actually recently on YouTube that showed four um, Volkswagen logos for their companies in each like continent. And for Pride Month in Canada, in Europe, and in some other location of the world, the Volkswagen logo had become rainbow. Uh But they had one other company and it was in the Middle East. And um there was not a rainbow to be seen yeah so so you know the the hypocrisy is just it's incredible so you know and i understand um how why people have to change with the market but i don't but i think there comes a point when you can become so morally flabby that you don't stand for anything oh yeah and you know, you have to stand on something or you get washed away. Yeah. So even if you believe yeah. in nothing, you still believe in nothing. You, you yeah, if you believe in nothing, you believe in something in the fact that you believe in, in nothing. Yes. That's, That's actually very funny some paradox. People. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Find you it very say, funny. I believe in nothing. To a, well, you I, I I don't believe in anything. Well, actually, you do believe in you do believe in something. You believe in in nothing technically. Nothing. So that's always a very fun thing to throw at you know you know. So lastly, um, I was wondering just a few questions. 
What do you think? Um, when it comes, do you believe that modern day video games are being dumbed down? Do you believe modern video games are having easier gameplay than they used oh, to? Oh, yes, for sure. Oh, it's absurd. Like, um, when I was little, though, having to like go around in a certain way in puzzles and just having to trial and error, dying almost every time because I stepped one centimeter off a, a block and I got my head shot off from a Lego character. Nowadays, I mean, you get you get old Lego games. There's those Lego games were actually pretty not really difficult, but you actually had to do stuff. Games now, man, Lego games were hard. They were hard. (laughs) Indiana Lego Lego Indiana Jones was hard. Lego Star Wars bad. There's a new Lego game though. Some of those ones are also very weird. Because okay. the new lego games are ridiculous they're so easy it's like we've designed these lego games for three-year-olds and i don't think think that the that the people at the lego company really understand they're not designing lego games for six-year-olds they're designing lego games they should be designing lego games for the people who played the earlier lego games and are still addicted to it (laughs) i love lego games they're the only thing they're good yeah I mean, but you know, you have to. They're too easy, and you know, well, you at least could go see the difficulty on it, where you can have like different levels of difficulty. Different that, levels of uh, difficulty. That would be. Yeah. I have wondered about them doing that, but I think you know, it should, it should be possible. I'm pretty sure. You know, um, the the Lego Force Awakens game that came out shortly after the Force Awakens movie. It wasn't that bad of a Lego game. I mean, yeah. it had some difficulty. It it was a little easier than the complete saga in my opinion but you know it it wasn't bad it 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 was difficult but don't get me started on the lego jurassic park game that is the most elementary easy game i have probably ever played Mm -hmm. and you know i don't think that people really understand to grow you have to be challenged you have to be pushed and these kids are going to play these lego games that are so stinking easy yeah. And they're not going to learn, you know, you know, it sounds stupid, you know, for you to say, you know, people, these kids are going to be stupid because they played easy video games. And yeah. oddly enough, that sounds stupid to say, but it's true because yeah. these kids are going to think that all life is going to be as easy as this video game. You know, video games are part of people's lives now. They've been part of adolescents' lives since like the, the late 70s and 80s. Yeah. up till now and if that is indeed going to be something that is a part of children's growing up you need to make it something that's fun but it also stimulates them to desire a challenge yeah they need yeah. to have that internal drive to overcome difficulty so that that spills over not only into you know fiction and fantasy but also into real life and it yeah. pushes them to work that'd hard. be a good thing for them to do yeah we need to we need to write them up on that. We need, to- we, we, need, we need harder video games to fix society's problems. Start, start calling the companies and telling them that. They'll you are killing society. I mean, our faces. Okay, one other question. What do you think of $15 minimum wage? Well, honestly, it's just stupid because you have to raise prices to eat everything out. Okay, so... Do you think it'd be a little higher? Like a few dollars higher, but in certain areas, like we were talking about before, it needs to be regional. Yeah, like 
like um like regional like uh, for example um hundred thousand dollars in texas goes a lot farther than a hundred thousand dollars in say yeah. inner city new in, like new york or california yeah most like, houses certainly like cheaper houses there that are still like decent size and livable are close to a million dollars i mean and down so here at least over 100 grand easily like way over 100 grand oh yeah i mean someone who you understand um, a lot of fire chief. You have fire chiefs from California who are making six figures. Oh wow! With their pension, they have a six-figure pension. Then they retire to Texas, where the cost of living is lower. So you know that's gaming the system, in my opinion, and it and it's radically unfair um, to the people who can't really move out of that city. It's just it's a nasty situation. Well, I just looked in. I just looked it up. A house. I'm pretty sure this is what it's saying. A house is seven thousand seventy-five thousand dollars. Seventy-five thousand dollars in Texas, or no, seven hundred and sixty-five thousand. Man, in New York, New York City. In New York City, that's 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 nearly a million dollars. A square foot is six hundred and fifty-nine dollars. That's um. That's a pretty. Down, it's down one point six percent from last year. Man, I I would have hated to see it when I mean when the economy was really going. I'm sure that it was just, oh my goodness. I mean, I'm glad I live down here because cost of living much cheaper. You know, a lot of people look at the big. They see the big numbers. They see wages. And they think, oh, more money means it's easier. They don't understand. When you drive up wage, prices of everything are going to proportionally increase. Basic economics. Yeah, which which I'm probably going to take next year or this year. Um, I need it. I'm not very good with money. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time that we introduce you to our sponsor. Our sponsor is... Nobody. That's right. Our sponsor is Nobody. Nobody is um, a very useful company that does absolutely nothing for you. If you want to contact Nobody, you need to dial 000000000000. Again, that is 000000000000. That's a message from our sponsor. Although, just so y'all know, we are looking for sponsors. So, you know, if you could hook us up with um, Tesla or, or, um, or what is that? Squarespace. Squarespace is a good one. I see a lot of people use honey, hook us up with these people. Honey.com. Honey.com. Honey. Because that, that, that hooks us up with Mr. Beast. I and don't have monetization set up yet for our podcast, so. No, we don't. We're, we're not monetized. So, you know, donations are, donations are welcome. You know, how does it either? Oh, so then, then, then we're seriously messed up. Yeah, yeah, um, we, we need to get it, we need to get that stuff started. Then <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> I need money. I need the money. Take it, take it from someone who um who works as a customer um service representative at a gas station. I need the money. Um. Well, Aaron, I think I've got to hit the road. Okay, well, see you in the next episode. See you next episode. Later.